What's the deal, y'all? This is Dom. And this is Street Ball episode 15, our Denver Nuggets Carmelo Anthony episode. I'm really hyped today. We got a lot of good stuff to talk about. You know, we're going to touch some of our favorite topics, um, talk about some NBA stuff, NBA mock draft, Midwest West Coast showdown. For those who didn't see that, it was it was the West Coast represented. We're going to get to that. King of the court. Uh, we got some announcements for that. But um, and then obviously our Street Ball Clip of the Week. So, Isaac, you ready? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, before we start, make sure you guys like and subscribe to the Balls Live Podcast Network and turn on your notifications. Ring that bell. All right, first and foremost, we're back on it, and I'm telling you, my whole demeanor is flipped on this. The Lakers, 6-2 and two in their last eight. They're, they're up to 8-12. and 12. Should be uh, 9-11, but they lost on the last second shot. Um, it's, it's a, it's a crazy deal, man. Um, do you think that, um, right now, given the team, the way the team is playing, that they have a chance of going to playoff run? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a LeBron believer, bro. Come on, it's LeBron James, man. It's a legend. I think the Lakers are stepping it up right now. Russ is turning up. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think the Lakers are about to do their thing and, and turn the corner, man. Um, you know what, just, just to throw some things out there. Um, one of the reasons why I'm really optimistic about this right now, LeBron just recently returned from injury. Uh, and he's shooting lights out from beyond the arc last night. Uh, well, Wednesday night, he, um, he really, uh, caught on fire. He was five for seven from three. Uh, the Lakers are no longer the worst three point shooting team in the league. Hold on a second. Tyra having some technical difficulties. Uh, but we're now the 29th best um, uh, team in three-point shooting in the league. Um, it's going to be really important that we continue to go up in that um, upward direction. Uh, but I, I think I think the real test tonight is going to be against the Bucks, who by, in many people's opinions, the best team in the NBA, and also the um, they're getting they're getting their uh, Robin back tonight. They're getting uh, Chris Middleton back. He hasn't played all this season, so they're going to be back at full strength. Uh, if the Lakers win this game or have a really good outing, what do you think it says about their team? I mean, like I said, I think it, it is a real important game. This is going to you know prove to us what the Lakers are actually worth. Um, Shoot, last time, last time we were on here, we were talking about do, the, do you think they can win without LeBron? Hey, we see LeBron's back, and they're killing, bro. So Lakers are back. I'm a believer. I'm a believer. No, nah, no question, man. You see, you see, we we haven't mentioned this man right here. Fan favorite Austin Reeves had a big game on Wednesday night, 22 points, uh, slow rebounds, slow of assists, got a lot of finishes in the paint, crafty finishes, playing really good defense. And what's most impressive about that win, too, is Lakers won without Lonnie Walker and Troy Brown on the floor. Um, it says, and you know what? I was watching the the demeanor of the team after the game, and just everybody's having a good time, which five, ten games ago, you couldn't say the same thing. So I'm really excited to see what, what comes, as long as we stay relatively healthy. Um, Not for sure. Reeves is stepping his game up right now. He's He's a player that's showing his worth with the late show. You see LeBron on him right now, geeked up. Yeah. Ah, 
You see that? Yeah, that's exactly what I was talking about. Uh, the Lake, the Lakers are on a run right now. Let's see what we do. But you know, there, there's been a lot of chatter uh, in regards to what the roster is going to look like within the next few weeks. Um, a lot of trade rumors. Specifically, there was a there's a move that the Lakers made, probably not more than 15 minutes after the game, where they where they waved sharpshooter Matt Ryan. Um, Shams actually broke this, and I was immediately pissed off, to be honest. Uh, you know, I was watching that highlight we are just watching, and I was watching the game live, and one of those people um, cheering in the background and going crazy was him, and not more than five minutes later, I seen this come across my timeline. Um, is that acceptable, do you think? I, I didn't find it to be classy at all. The man hasn't even taken off his uniform yet after a win and he has to go on Twitter to find out he's getting waived. What do you think about that? Hey man, this is the NBA. We, this happened, this happened way plenty more times before it's happened to him. So it's a, it's a business, but I, I do think it is the wrong way to go about it. They could have let the man take off his uniform and then, you know, let him breathe a little bit and then find out about the information. He, he wasn't even off the wood. He wasn't even off the hardwood. Right. <laughs> Unfortunately, it is what it is, though. Like show, man. This man was take was probably in the locker room talking to somebody after the win, talking about where they're gonna go tonight. They're gonna go to dinner. Oh, they're about to go on a road trip. Oh, what are we gonna do when we get to Milwaukee? Then so he probably got a million texts like, "Bro, you got wave, you got wave." I would have been embarrassed as hell, but you know what? It is what it is. It's the NBA, doggy dog world. Um, <laughs> but. Let's um let's move on to another a better really feel good story here. Um, SoCal product, modern day graduate, um, Bol Bol, who went to Oregon and since then has had a really injury laden career, is finally starting to surge. Um, and in in Orlando, he's averaging thirteen points and eight rebounds already on the season as a starting center in Orlando, and you can see. You know, already in this first clip, the versatility pulling up in uh, Royce O'Neal's face for the pull-up jumper. You just see his bag. Um, this is this is crazy. I'm so happy for Bobo, seeing where he's came from and where he is now. Given his skill set and his trajectory, do you think he can turn into a potential All-Star one day? Oh no, fat bro, no no doubt about it. But hey, Bobo's always been you know super uh, super skilled. What is he like? Seven foot what? Seven foot two? Super lengthy? Something he's like big, that. Yeah, he's a big time piece. I mean, we've seen him a lot at our events in Westminster, at the league. He yeah. got the potential to do it. I mean, I just think he needs the opportunity. But hey, he looks like a spider out there. Look at him. Lengthy, <laughs> lengthy guard, bro. That's wow. that's normal. He's a special type of talent, man. They just need to they need to use him. And with Banchero, this team could be really scary. Nah, I agree, man. You know, you see this. They got a really good young core. They got him, Banchero, Wendell Carter, Jalen Suggs. They got the young. They got, they got uh, Wagner. Um, they got a. They got a really young stable of guys that um, can potentially be an NBA contender if they do it right. But Bobo can be the centerpiece of that. Um, obviously, behind Banchero, who's considered kind of a um, a potential uh, generational talent, uh, but. Bobo has all the has all the uh, skills and talent that anybody else has. Plus, he's seven foot one. He looks like Kevin Durant out there sometimes, and he looks like Giannis. Like he has a lot of different comps depending on what what part of the floor he's on. You know what I mean? Um, 
he got he got really high praise from Paulo because um, people were asking him uh, how he compares to Victor Victor uh, Wimbenyama. I, I always get that name. I always chip up on that name. Um, for people who can't see it, he said everyone talks about the Victor dude from France. I'm not trying to compare them, but ball seven two shoots threes, brings brings it up the court, makes passes and block shots. I feel like people kind of forget about him, but balls of freaking nature. No, I, I, I agree. I feel like he's been forgotten. About, you know, he's been bouncing from team to team, right? They've been – he was with the Nuggets before, I think. Yeah, he got drafted by the Nuggets. Oh, okay, okay, okay. My fault. Well, they tried to trade him to Boston, but he, he felt physical. So uh, he went back to the Nuggets, and then he got traded to the Magic. Oh, okay, okay. But, yeah, I mean, hey, they're starting to use him. This is what he could do. I've been knowing Bobo could do this. It's just a matter of getting that opportunity. You know how it is in the league, man. You got to get that chance. You got to get the opportunity. Just taking taking full advantage of it, as you can see, he looks good out there. Agreed, man. You just got to be healthy and stay on the floor. One more question about Bowl. Who you want on your team, Bowl or Victor? Man, hey, after seeing, after seeing this clip of Victor the other day, today actually, the one leg Jimmy. Hold on, look at this. Look at this. After seeing this. I might gotta go Victor, bro. That's just that's just wow. And one, two. Yeah, I gotta go big, bro. I'm sorry. Gotta go big. That's just that's that's crazy. I, I mean, I, I, I maybe I'm a little West Coast biased right now, but I think Bobo can do a lot of the same things. I'm not saying he's better than Victor, but I think I mean both <laughs> you can't was, go That was a real move right there, bro. He had seven seconds left in the shot clock. He mm -hmm. did Broke down these three defenders, one leg Jimmy. Huh. Yeah, exactly. And it was it was a close game too. He hit he hit at the end of the game with seven seconds left. So That's uh, it looks like he has a clutch gene in him too. So I mean, we're we're gonna be touching on Victor a little bit later in the show, but that, that was just ridiculous. Right. Hey, Bobo and him will be guarding each other in the in the NBA. We're gonna see it. Trust me. No question, bro. Um, but. Um, you know what? We're gonna go a little different route right now than we usually do. We're gonna we're gonna get away from our nets and our. Uh, <laughs> we talk we talk about the nets and the Warriors every week, uh, but you know I wanted to give special praise to these two teams, Sacramento Kings and Indiana Pacers. Last year at the trade deadline, made a trade that had a lot of people scratching their head. Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Hield for Demontis Sabonis. All right, and both these teams been in a, been a lackluster over the past few years due to multiple reasons. The the Kings have not been relevant since, you know, since since Page and Chris Webber. Um, and now coming on this season, the Kings actually acquired uh, Kevin Herter from Atlanta. And now both of these teams are squarely in the playoff race right now. Indiana is fourth in the East and Sac sixth in the West with, you know, Let's, let's not just talk about the records, but they have really impressive wins on both ends. They've had a pretty tough schedule on both sides. And it looks like DeMontis, Tyrese, um, De'Aaron Fox, those guys are playing at all-star levels right now. Um, now, um, my, my question is this, man. You see the momentum they have right now. Do you think... Wait, is that Herbert? Oh, no, no, no. That's a no. moment. Okay, okay, okay. My bad. I was going to say, whoa. My bad. Go on. Uh, you see, you see what what both teams are doing right now. Which team do you think would fare better and end up better when the season is over? 
man, the Kings, bro. I believe in the Kings, and I'm, I might be a little biased because just over there, but still, man, I'm going with ah. The Pacers got some pieces too. This is a tough one. I don't know, but they need I, to call up Gabe York. If they called up Gabe York, the Pacers, I might, I might just have to say the Pacers because Gabe York over there cooking in the G League right now. He needs to get called up. But nah, uh, I gotta go with Sacramento. They got D Fox. They got a lot of good pieces. I think Sacramento is gonna end up. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna rebuttal you though because Tyrese Halliburton's playing at an All Star level. He's leading the league in, in assist. Uh, you got Miles Turner in the middle, Buddy Hield obviously. You got guys off the bench like T.J. McConnell, and you can't you can't forget about the freshman sensation Benedict Matherin. Benedict Matherin is leading all scorers off the bench in the NBA in points. He's also on top of the leaderboard for uh, rookie of the year. Um, and they just made like both teams, in my opinion, made two good moves. One, uh, the sack with the trade and then Kevin Herter in the off season. And then the Pacers with the trade and also getting uh Benedict Mather in the draft. Um, it's a big time pick. I don't know, man, this one is hard. I will say that the, the Pacific, um, division in the West is really competitive no matter what. So I don't, and they, you know, the, the Kings got to play the, got to beat the Warriors out to, to get to the spot that they want. So loaded, bro. NBA is loaded. There's a lot of good teams. But, uh, the Pacers are also in the same division as, as the Bucks and the Bulls, uh, teams like that who are really good too. So we'll see. I got a lot of, what's that? You think Benedict could be the rookie of the year potentially? Oh, Oh, for sure. He's, He's in the league because because uh, Paolo missed so many games. Ain't no way. I don't care. Paolo can miss half the season. Vincero's going to come in and average 25, 15, and 10. I'm telling you, bro. Historically, like, it's not just about the stats. It's also about how good your team is doing. Like, if, if Paolo if, – like, They got like, a good team. The Pacers do got a good team. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Let's forget about Benedict, rookie of the year. Benedict might win sixth man of the year. He might clean it up. He might do both. Like That's when you're time. doing that on a winning team, like like you just can't compare. Like I, I can't give it to Paolo when when uh, Benedict is leading all bench scoring in the NBA as a rookie, you know, and his team is winning. You know what That's mean? Fair. I got to see them win first though, because I don't know. You never know. It's too early. That's fair. Anyway, shout out to our guy Justin Williams, Junior Kings manager, Sacramento Kings. We see you, boy, and Gabe York. Bring my guy Gabe up. He's been killing in the G League. All right. Um, all right, man. Now we're going to move on to a different topic this week. Um, ESPN just released their NBA mock draft uh, for the 2023 draft. The top the top 10 is uh, riddled with, with great talent. The top the top two have been pretty pretty uh, square there since day one. Victor Wimbanyama and Scoot Henderson. And you got a slew of really good guys in the top 10, including um, – uh, County George. Um, so, my question is, my 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 question really is this, man. Like, Victor, Victor is is head over heels, everybody's favorite to be that number one pick, no matter who gets that pick right now. Yeah, Jay Domatic, Wimby is the future, I believe. Um, him and Bobo. Um, <laughs> um, you got Scoot, who's who's really good. Um, he can score and distribute the ball. And Eamon Thompson from Overtime Elite. I watched him play against Sierra Canyon. He's a man amongst boys. Like, I can't wait to play in the NBA. Twins are unbelievable, bro. We've seen them at Bishop Gorman. Yeah. No question. 
So um, we we know that Victor is like the guy right now. Do you think that there's any chance, any glimmer of hope for any of these guys to sneak into that number one spot besides him? Being 7-2 and doing what he's doing right now, I think he's the safest pick. And I think no matter what, you just got to take him number one, being that tall with that much skill. I, I don't think mm-hmm. maybe school. I think school could potentially, but I don't even think that is like is gonna happen. I think Vic he got it on he got it on lock, bro. What about you? What you think? You know what, man? Like I, I just think there's a um I'm gonna have to agree with you on this one because like forget about forget about everything, like the um the measurements and the skill level. Like the NBA is behind this man. They're they're literally streaming all of his games overseas free on the NBA app. Like they're 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 um they're prepping this dude to be one of the faces of the NBA. Like they're programming everybody. Whether whether you know it or not, they're they're doing something subconsciously to you to let you know that this guy is it. He's the next he's the next LeBron or the next Giannis or whatever it may be. And they're pushing that narrative all the way through. I, I think with that being coupled with the fact that he's a he's an absolute unicorn, I don't think there's any way either one of these guys topple him at number one. But hey man, I've seen crazier things happen. Yeah. I mean, last last well, last draft, Banchero, they were kind of iffy. People didn't really know if Banchero was gonna go number one or uh Chet, right? Because it Chet. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't like that. I knew Banchero was gonna go number one, but it was still in the air, it wasn't a for sure. It wasn't for sure. Everybody was kind of iffy about it. They didn't know. But yeah, we, we, we forgot about Chet. Honestly, I forgot about. Him. I'm not gonna lie to you. Oh, he got hurt. He's hurt right now, huh? Yeah, he ain't played this year. He has a he has a Liz Frank sprain, plantar fascia, plantar fasciitis across his uh, foot. But Shoot, he's a guy that he's a guy that's built like Bobo and uh, uh, Vic. That's what's crazy. For sure, he got to get his core right so so he don't yeah. get injured anymore. <laughs> Get, get, get the, hey, check. Get in the lab with us. Give me these. We can get you with your band work, get your core right, box jumps, you name it. Come through, bro. We got you. All right. Now, before we move on from the NBA draft, there's a slew of guys that I feel like, you know, that we're this this draft is so Victor heavy that people aren't talking about the rest of the draft, the the steals, the guys that you can get in the late first round, so on and so forth. Who's your favorite guy that you've seen? That you think is going to make noise in the NBA? Um, in this draft, like yes, pot- could potentially become a, first, a lot of ours, or what are we? No, I'm just talking about the guy that you think is going to. Yeah, hey, the twins, bro. One of the twins from Florida. I'm a believer in the twins because I've seen them play six, seven, athletic, could put on the floor, could do everything. Their guards. I'm going to mm-hmm. go with the twins. Those twins are going to be. Tough. I mean, dude, like the the twins are tough, but you you got to think about it. They're playing against high school kids. Scoot Henderson, Scoot, oh. Henderson. Scoot, Scoot, Scoot Henderson. He should be in high school or college right now. He's he's already playing against uh, NBA G League guys, and he's one of those guys that's going to going to ignite. That's going to keep his draft value, um, and that's impressive because we've seen a lot of guys that are going to G League ignite not go go there they're like top 10 and then they end up losing draft stock because the the scouts see that they're not ready to play against pros and scoop came out of there day one uh dropping 30 10 assists things like that showed that he can play 
with the with the pro athletes. His handle is crazy tight. Yeah, he got he got that skill, bro. But he for sure last season he for sure could have been a, a lottery pick. He could have been easily a lottery pick. He's he's he got it, bro. I can't wait to see him. Uh, before we move on, because like Scoot's an obvious one. Um, oh, <laughs> call him G League Jordan. Hey man, we got relaxed at that. <laughs> um, my guy that that I want to talk about, uh, for real, for real, is uh, I was watching the Duke game a few weeks ago, and I saw this tall, skinny, white dude looks like Sean Bradley, um, Kyle Filipowski. You know who that is? Look at my man right here. Go to work. All right, Kyle Filipowski is. I think he's like six foot eleven. He he can he can stretch the floor, shoot. He's pretty athletic. Uh, has all the all the skills in the post. Um, can put the ball on the floor. See, look at that. Look at that. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, okay. the dream. hit him with the dreams. Um, he can get back, play defense. Look, he has he has fast hands. He's fast. You see him with the ball right there. Like this guy is kind of phenomenal. He's like he's like six eleven or seven. He's seven feet tall. Oh, oh yeah. Two feet tall, run the floor. Right now, currently, he's number 13 on the NBA draft, um, mock draft. But I think he's one of those guys that can sneak up and be in the top 10, maybe top five by the end of the season. Like a Sabonis? You think he'd be like a Sabonis? So you're talking about Sabonis. Oh, it's more, but more so like a Markinen or, or or Kelly Olenek, something like that. I would say in, in the NBA, he's more of a stretch four or stretch five. Like he, you see, he has kind of a frail frame, but – he has he has the skills to put on the floor and make something happen. So, I, Filipowski is probably the one that has impressed me the most in his class for sure. Besides the obvious ones, obviously. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I checked the top twenty-five. You know who I seen in there? I saw that boy, Coleman Hawkins. I'm <laughs> hey, I'm impressed with his game, and you know that's a a three SSB player played in the Adidas circuit. Six um, ten, could put it on the floor. Evan Mobley. Oh man, don't do that. What? Evan Mobley. Who? <laughs> I thought you said Evan Mobley. Me? No, yeah, you said, my bad. My bad. I was reading the chat. But nah, but um, yeah, Coleman Hawkins, bro, he's a special player. 6'10. I think he could be an NBA player who who comes in the league and develops and becomes good eventually. He could pass the ball. He's a real solid piece for Illinois. But yeah, I'm a, I'm hey, I'm a fan of this kid right here. I think he he, he could move up. He could move up. Yo, excuse me for my uh, – maybe I'm being biased because it's Illinois, but uh, Coleman Hawkins definitely seems like he could be a contributor in the NBA. He reminds me of Brian Cook. Brian Cook. Maybe you're a little too young to remember Brian Cook, but he played in the Lakers back in the day. Probably a 10-year NBA vet. Uh, can shoot the basketball, finish in uh, space. Uh, had little floaters and good touch around the rim. Uh, okay defensively, but adequate enough. And like I think this is right up uh, Coleman's alley. No, for sure. Exactly. Pass that rock. Pass that pill too. Sheesh. Well, anyways, man, I, I can't wait to see this uh, draft class shape up because it's it, in fact it's an overall better one than last year. But we'll see. Um, now moving on to something more local, we have um, something cool. Uh, something some something that uh, one of my homies started. Uh, Rize. He's from. He's from uh, uh, Baltimore. He uh, he put on this like unbelievable SoCal versus DMV high school tip off. 
we got we got local teams, SoCal Academy and um, Sherman Oaks Notre Dame. I've taken on three uh, DMV uh, powerhouses: St. Francis, Damantha. Oh, sorry, we also have LA LA Premier Prep playing as well. So um, this is something that doesn't usually happen, man. Usually, West Coast schools got to go somewhere else to play the best competition. Um, and I, I didn't, I didn't mention it, but this is actually, uh, uh, an event to raise money for charity. So it's a really good event. Um, my question is this, man, like if, if, if this pops off for real, um, this is successful, given the fact that we don't usually see this, do you feel like this will give way to having, for us having more type of, you know, coast to coast, uh, crossover events like this? Yeah, for sure. I think we should have been doing that, but I mean. I'm pulling up. I'll tell you that much. This is Santa Monica. I'm there. Popcorn and all. Yes, sir. I I, I just because every time I see something like this, I'm happy because I feel like our elite schools, our elite teams, whether it's shoe circuit, uh, high school, we always got to go somewhere else to play the best. That's true. Like I mean, Centennial like uh, Centennial went to Texas. They're going to City of Palms. Chino Hills had to do the same thing when they won the national title. This is something that's refreshing to me. And I feel like I, I, I just hope that we have more of this moving forward. Uh, hey, um, also, uh, bro, uh, never mind. Um, I'll tell you about it later. Uh, but yeah, make sure you guys pull up. It's for a good cause. And uh, yeah, show up. All right. Um, all right. Make sure you guys like and subscribe to the Balls Life Podcast Network and turn on your notifications. Ring that bell, okay? Now, we're to the main event, street ball, baby. And we had a big game this Wednesday night, three-game series, uh, best of five-game series between Midwest and West Coast. And honestly, we talked about this the whole time, Dees. Unfortunately, uh, this was a caffeine exclusive, so we can't share any footage as of right now. So we're just going to give you a quick synopsis. West Coast. 3-0. I mean, hey, like you said, we've been talking about it for the past two weeks, three weeks. West Coast is, like, loaded, bro. It it seems really unfair because the West Coast squad is absolutely – and they didn't even have Bionic. Bionic wasn't (laughs) available. Exactly. You know, um, all jokes aside, Midwest put up a great fight. Um, It was three three games to nothing, but it was a lot closer – then the record, you know, indicates West Coast, best coast, exactly funky funk. So, but you know what? Like, I got to give my flowers to Frank Nitty. Frank oh. Nitty took over this game when it counted the most. Uh, the last game, Midwest was giving it all they had. They were up most of that game. And by all, at all cost, Nitty took over this game, getting buckets, getting assists. Stopping Jay Smooth, you name it. Frank Nitty took at the end, and he's he was the he was the game MVP in my opinion. He's he's the difference maker on this team, as I as I talked about him and Bionic being the heart and soul and the IQ of the team, especially uh, Frank. And he showed at the end of the game when they needed him the most. Yeah, I mean, Frank, man, he's just a really good player. He's so smart. Every time I watch him play, I'm like, bro, this dude is just. He just sees things before they come. Like, he, he's this dude's a great player. And I didn't know he was that bouncy. He caught a lob. I was like, wait, I didn't know Frank was above the rim like that. Yeah, he's 
Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he was that bouncy. I knew he was he's bouncy, but it, he's bouncy. Like he's about my height too. He's a little taller than me, but I just didn't expect that from him. But uh, yeah, he's he's nice. But body bag, bro. You know I've been a body bag since we've been watching the league, and mm-hmm. then go at it. But, like body bag is real impressive. That's a big time pickup to this team too. No question. And shout out to Speedo too, who who subbed in for Bionic off the bench. We saw him a lot in the street ball league and. What, what I took away from the Streetball League about Frank is even though he wasn't playing, he was coaching his team. And just the way he talked to his team, I could tell that his IQ was off the charts. So me, me and my little brother were watching this game, and there's times where he would get in a space where oh, – what is that? Um, I don't know. I can't – you see that text, Isaac? No. What happened? What happened with Frank? What were you saying about Frank? No, but Frank, like the way um, he spoke, like his IQ is crazy. I'm watching the game, and there's these there's these situations where a lot of guys, if they if they had the angle that Frank had in that spot, would have shot it. My little brother's like, "Yo, he's about to shoot that. Um, that's a shot." And I'm like, "Nah, like his IQ is too too high. He sees that guy in the corner. And what does he do? Hits the guy in the corner." Drops it off. If he has an angle and he's wide open, he takes the best shot, whether it's for him or the others. And I think that with him being at the helm, this West Coast team is unstoppable. Absolutely unstoppable. But, man, we're talking way too much on the West Coast. Let's give the Midwest some credit because Jay Smooth is a bucket getter. We saw some dope-ass highlights from him. Man. Hey. Well, that's, hey. Hey. Uh, Jay Smooth is the truth. But I got to give a shout-out to Frank Nitty again. Because our producer Daniel just sent us this text message thread where KD DM'd him and he he complimented how he played during that game. Kevin Durant personally reached out to Nitty and told him how how good he played and he was watching the uh Midwest versus West Coast showdown. So like that that just speaks like if 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 you don't believe what I said, that just speaks for it. Kevin Durant gave Nitty his ultimate flowers. Oh, that's big time. That's what KD was tapped in. That's dope. But look, you know who else we need to give some a little bit of roses to and flowers and all that? Monster. Oh, Monster. <laughs> hey, he almost got in a little squabble. You know, almost got a little, it almost escalated. And you know what he said? He said, I'm good. I'm good. Relax. I'm good. I promise you, I'm good. I was like, whoa. Monster. When the 25 bands on the table, you you willing to do a lot of stuff, you know what I mean? 25K, I'm good. I promise you, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I, can't, I, I need I need this cheese right now, dog. I'm good. I'm good. Anyway, um, shout out to the West Coast team. You guys represented the West Coast, best coast. Um, I can't wait to see the West Coast and the East Coast squad battle now with with the East Coast getting um getting the big boy, uh six six nine three hundred. I'm excited about that. Honestly, the Midwest needed some more big, some more bigs because you got Ty Glover who's six seven, six eight. You got Body Bag who's also six seven, six eight. You got Monstar who's six ten. Mm-hmm. Like they were, the offensive boards were going crazy for the West 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 Coast squad. But even even Frank was going it. Frank was all, honestly running there, crashing the boards. Getting he got a lot of offensive O's. Frank does it all, bro. Frank, that's man. Hey, Frank is Frank is the guy. That you got streetball players, you got you got you got like organized basketball players. He could do both very efficiently, and doing both very well. 
I got it. Like I'm, you know, I'm. He's he's one of those guys. Oh. Oh wow. It's a lot of breaking news going down right now, bro. Breaking news. Breaking news. December twenty eighth. December twenty eighth on caffeine. We got the East Coast squad versus Friga fam only on caffeine. Now, uh, we got to do our research on this one. I've seen Friga fam a little bit, but I've seen I've seen their guys play against other uh, influencers and NBA players, things like that. And those guys can hoop. So, like, you guys don't want to miss this one. It's going to be a battle. Yeah, where's, where's this going to be located? I wonder where this is going to be at. And I'm probably, oh. probably days in the East, Florida. Florida. Sheesh. Florida. I'm hyped, I'm hyped about this one. I'm hyped about this one. I can't wait to watch this one, dog. But yeah, y'all, uh, Big E's coming out party, 69300. I'm really excited to see him play with the East Coast squad. Grit and grimy. That's how I see the East Coast squad as. They're the grimy crew. And Austin, Mill, Austin Mills is the face of the organization. But he can hope to. Austin Mills ain't scared of a fade. That man, I respect his. I respect, I respect Austin Mills. He's at he's the he's the white dude that hangs out with the black people. Like he he probably did the worst stuff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but look, that West Coast squad. That, I'm sure the East Coast and they all tapped into the, that game. They need to be ready for that West Coast squad because that West Coast squad has a lot of pieces, a lot of different pieces, and the perfect pieces to. They're really good. They're really really good. Yeah, but. East Coast got to get past Frigga first before they can before they can mess with us. That's true. Said us, West Coast, baby, all day. West Coast, what we talking about? We talking about? All right, yo, I'm glad. I'm glad that we had that breaking news, good news, because you also have some not so good news. King of the Court, December seventh. We were anticipating seeing a kill car, Crime Stopper, Julian Newman, and Trevor Dunbar face off in the next King of the Court. Unfortunately. Um, Due to some injuries, the that king of the court has been um, postponed for two weeks. So that one will still take place just on December 21st on the Caffeine app. So make sure you guys are ready. Um, we're just making sure that's, that everybody's 100% and that they can go. Because I don't want any excuses right here. I don't want you coming back. Oh, man. If I, my ankle wasn't hurt, I would have won. Like, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that BS. No, because this matchup is going to be a great matchup. So... We need everybody at 100% ready to run that fade. That's Lock. fact. That's fact. And I still got Crime Stopper with the W. Um, this gives them two more weeks to get back in shape. Trevor Dunbar is going to go crazy, too. And once again, Julian Newman, you got my respect from last king of the court, bro. You could really go. So I respect it. But I think I think uh, Crime Stopper, a kill card, is going to take this. December 21st, 6 p.m. on the caffeine app. Don't forget. Just you got it in your calendar right now. Change that date. Make sure you don't miss this, all right? And have your notifications on for the caffeine app, all right? All right. Now, before we move on to my favorite segment, make sure you guys like and subscribe to the Balls Life Podcast Network channel. Turn on those notifications and ring that bell, all right? Now, Streetball Clip of the Week, and it's strictly streetball right now. We're, we're both highlighting the West Coast versus Midwest showdown. Which one go? Who who's going first? I think I went first last time. You got it, Dom. You go first this time. All right, I gotta give a I gotta give my flowers out to the man Jay Smooth. He was on the losing side of this game, but look at this nasty three sixty 
50 to the to the and one three. Frank Nitty, Frank Nitty get make him made him work on this night, but Jay Smooth got his fair share of buckets and kept uh the Midwest squad in the game the whole time. So I gotta give him respect. And shout out to Westminster High School too, bro. My guy CJ over there. We always do our league there. Really quality venue. Yeah, for sure. Hey, he has a quick pull up, bro. His pull up is probably the quickest I, I've seen. That's that left. That's that smooth lefty lefty release, man. Oh, you're a lefty too, huh? That's why you. That's why you feel that. Way. I have to film for y'all later. We was killing. We was killing in the uh, men's league this week. Came back and won in overtime. I was cashing, bro. I was cashing. Okay, okay. Let's go to my clip of the week now, man. Okay, that man. boy body bag. Oh my god. I see you, Marcus. Big hugs. Now I got him. Cha cha. Cha-cha, body. Now I got him. Hey. Hey, he hit the body, the zip. He did the zipper body bag and straight to the salsa dance. That's mad disrespectful. <laughs> disrespectful. Hey, he put, the, he put the hand on the hip, too. He was really... Oh, look at this boy. That must be his boy right there. Look at him. Look at Rod Wavely. <laughs> Oh, that's a, uh, I think that's the West coach, if I'm not mistaken. That's who? That's the Midwest coach. Oh, that's Big E? Oh, that's Big E? Oh, my bad. <laughs> right away with Dreads. I'm weak. I'm weak, bro. Hey. Uh, I would have been so turned. I would have been turned. Oh, my gosh. There's really nothing more disrespectful than somebody dunking on you, than dancing in your face. Yeah. Or which one's more disrespectful, though? Him doing that, or DeJounte Murray hitting the three and tapping you on your head? Tap on the head, bro. That's too physical. You're all up in my – you're touching me like the salsa, the, the body bag, though? Sheesh. Sheesh. And then, and then obviously, out the heezy where you throw the ball off somebody's face. What did – uh? <laughs> no, the most disrespectful one was when uh, – uh, when, uh, when he threw it off the ref's head. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, crazy, bro. Hey, remember, remember when Hezzy got threw it off the boy's head? They got peace up. <laughs> that was funny. that was funny, bro. Um, but yeah, uh, blew his back out. Damn near, damn near. But uh, yo, so Isaac. Yeah. Looks like we're out of segment, so we're opening up the floor to questions. Anybody in the anybody in the audience have any questions for us? Let's see what we got. Let's see any questions? Any questions? Oh, oh that's easy. Doubt. No doubt. Scoop got the uh, Scoop got game, bro. Yeah. I mean. I, I think you could say this about any guard, That's honestly. <laughs> like, bro, put Steph Curry in uh, Victor's body. Oh, no, no, not even Steph Curry. Put like, um, put Austin Reeves in Victor's body, mm. or or somebody like that, or uh, Norman Powell. Like, this right. is like Gabe like, York. Gabe York in his body. Put Gabe York. In his body. <laughs> put Gabe York in his body. Seriously. Funky Funk, like th this man has like the the most out of this world um, 
measurements. Like it, it's just it's just on scene. Like not not even Giannis and uh, Bobo or as long as him pause. Like th- this is this is on scene. And if somebody had like because because we we see it like Victor Victor has guard skills stuff like that, but he's a little he's a little like upright and he's not as fluid as a guard would be. But since he's so tall, it's impressive, right? Imagine if he actually moved like a six foot three guard. And he could it was fluid as a James Harden or or as athletic as um Gerald Green or somebody like that. Like it's vertically athletic. It'll be it'll be curtains, bro. He's gonna average 50 points a game. So absolutely. Victor, Vic, the real Victor would be number two, and Scoop Victor would be number one. There. I like that. That's fair. That's fair. What else we got? What else we got? All right. One more thing I wanted to touch on before we go. All right. Uh, we we just saw um, we just talked about a little NBA this weekend. Um, I mean this week. I apologize. But who um, who is your front runner for the NBA championship right now? Isaac? Uh, man, man, I don't know. I really don't know. You don't know? I don't, you don't know. have any. I asked you, but I know my answer. The jump, I'm, I've been with the Warriors. I think the Warriors are going to come back and do something. But, like, I'm struggling. And then I put my money down on a freaking – I don't even want to talk about it. But, yeah, Clay been blowing the bag. Clay can't even hit a three-point jumper. I'm like, come on, bro. You, you want to talk about, You want to talk about that rogue bet? <laughs> hey, you got to chill out. You got to chill out. <laughs> Yeah, down five hundred, crucial. <laughs> hey man, we're not gonna talk about that, but I, as I, as as we going through it, so hey, uh, pray, prayers up for Isaac over there, all right? Because he's just been making some uh, questionable decisions. It's very obvious for me, Boston Celtics, baby, all day right now. As an NBA fan, I hate to say it; it pains me to say it as a Laker fan, but. They're, they got the best team in the league, and their best center isn't even back yet, Robert Williams. Like, they're firing all cylinders right now. They don't have their coach, they, but they just have the talent and the makeup of a championship team. And I think after losing last year and feeling the taste of defeat in the finals, I think it's their time. That's fair. I like that one. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah, seriously, seriously though, President for Isaac, though. Questionable decisions. <laughs> Yeah. All, right. all right, y'all. Well, that's all the time we have for today. We really appreciate you guys uh, tuning in. Uh, make sure you guys like and subscribe to the Balls Life Podcast Network channel and turn on your notifications. And even if you didn't catch it, if somebody didn't catch it, make sure they, they log into YouTube and watch the recording, all right? I appreciate y'all. This is Dom. This is Isaac. And this is Streetball. We out. Yes, sir.